Yo, yo, yo. Happy Friday. Um, this is I'm going to make an introduction um, to this brand new podcast that the Lord has placed in my heart. Um, and the, it's going to be called The Leaders, Leader of Men, a Leader of Men. So I believe that God has called and chosen me. Um, I realized this through uh, prayer and fasting, uh, as I've done over the last month and a half that God wants to use me in this way. Um, and he definitely confirmed that for me. So this podcast, Leader of Men, is to definitely encourage men, uh, young or and old, young and old, to believe in like the leadership that, that God has, has called you to. I know some men has been tarnished, we've been damaged in certain, several areas of our lives, no matter our, our background, cultural background, or where we come from. Um, that we're not motivated, we're not encouraged to be kingdom men, which is called to lead, which is called to deliver, which is called to speak life into um, things, situations, people, that we're not doing that, that the enemy is the main thing that he is doing. He's attacking the man because, you know, if he can, if he can attack men, then he can, you know, at least he thinks he can find his way to uh, just dis- destruct and destruct actually to uh, the kingdom of God. So this podcast is it's going to be uh, a platform. I'm going to be using things that are written that God has spoken to me through my journaling, uh, through God's word. And um, I would I would like you know any feedback. I'm going to be you know posting things from time to time. But as this is a, a new podcast, I'm still learning. I'm still growing um, as God still uses me. I'm going to say now, humbly speaking, I don't know everything, uh, but I definitely want to be filled with the knowledge and the wisdom of God. So I'm going to, this is a definitely, this is a perfect platform for God to use me in um, so that I can do his work for his kingdom, not for my, for my glory, but, but all for his. But before I um, teach today, I'm going to just give an introduction to myself. My name is Isaiah. I am now a husband. I see myself. Uh, and I call myself a, a man of God. Um, I am in team ministry uh, at Christ Church. I'm from New Jersey, um, and I serve in the team ministry. So I enjoy serving, um, not just being served, but serving, teaching, mentoring, and definitely being a leader, uh, which I believe that God has called me to. Um, so before I start uh, this podcast, um, and I definitely want to, before every in each and every episode, I definitely want to uh, pray, pray before I speak, um, because this is an important factor of that. So, Father God, I ask that you can use me. Use me, Father God. I thank you for just allowing um, those who are listening, listening now to, you know, to be good listeners, for bringing them to me, Father God, for you, you, you put them here for such a time as this, Father God, to hear your word, to hear how much that you love them to hear your plans, your purpose, your will uh, for their lives. So I ask that you can just show, not just me, show the men, um, young or older men, Father God listening, that they still have your grace, that your grace is sufficient for them. And that you, Father God, are the Alpha and Omega, you are their provider. And that you want to do something different in their lives, Father God, like never before. So I ask that you can give all these men Young and older, Father God, an encounter that they never experienced or had before that would be able to change their lives so they can walk in leadership, so they can walk in mentorship, so they can walk 
as men that encourage, that that call and that declare things, Father God, that tear down strongholds in their family and in their own lives. So, Father God, we just thank you again. Purify us, sanctify us in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, so I want to start off with my, my testimony here because uh, this first podcast um, is going to be just a snippet of uh, a, a sermon, um, a sermon teaching that I've done um, in the month of January. It's called, it's called No Longer Slaves, But Free. No Longer Slaves, But Free. Uh, so my testimony is I was in a seven year battle um, with sexual sin. Um, I was, and that came out of being, I had low, I was very insecure. I had low self-esteem. I was depressed. Um, one of the major factors is I felt ugly. Um, I was overweight, so I felt, I was fat, not just felt it, but I saw it. I felt like I wasn't worthy enough. And I believe that lie of the enemy, literally. Um, I struggled so much just with my identity, especially since I didn't have confidence and I was insecure. So God definitely um showed me at the you know towards the end of this seven year battle maybe like year six of that battle that he definitely convicted me i went from being condemned for all the sexual sins that i've done either you know watching porn um almost regularly to literally seeking out women online uh, just to sleep with them um very very predatorial um very uh selfish and these are all the things uh that i was uh, beforehand so one thing that i realized through that was that i i was i was a slave to sin and slave being a slave to sin what i mean by that of course is that that sin had control it had me in chains just as a slave is or, or was at, at those times anytime you're a slave to a thing to a thing it has full control over you um so it, it definitely controlled how I act, how I, how I saw people, it it changed my perspective. Um, so I even had, you know, what my weaknesses were. It was tied to the thing that I was slave, a slave to. And um, since I realized that, I realized like over time that we were all a slave to something that God was trying to call me out of that. So at this started maybe like after high school, um, so like around age 25, I knew, I just knew something was different about me. I knew that enough was enough. I knew that I didn't want to be a slave to those sexual sins anymore. I knew that God had something better from it. I just couldn't pinpoint it. Um, I, especially not having that close relationship with God definitely um, took a toll on me. Um, it's something that I, I desired but never went after because I was still controlled and under the powers of my sin. Um, and um, so I started going to church um, with my mom at first. And then I, um, my mom, so every time she, she went on Sundays, I would accompany her every time. Um, even sometimes I would like take an Uber to church and things like that. That's how um, I would say desperate I was just to hear the word, just to, re- re- just to be around that atmosphere, that atmosphere where I can really pull my heart, especially through worship, which is something I used to avoid. <laughs> but that's another topic for another day. Um, and as I began to read the scripture and I, I began to read and, and, and worship God, he definitely brought like a scripture. Um, it's a scripture that resonates with my whole situation, my whole entire situation uh, that I've been through. So 
it is Romans. It's the entire Romans six, but I'll just break down uh, bits and pieces of Romans six, um, just for the you know the sake of the podcast, um, and so I can be you know more focused on you know his word in particular. So Romans six six says, "For we know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ, so that sin." Sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin. For when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. And since we died with Christ, we know that we also live with him. That's very counter. That part right there, it just (laughs) gives me goosebumps. Um, And we are sure of this because Christ was raised from the dead. He He would never die again. So death no longer has power over him. And when he died, he died once to break the power of sin. And that's for everyone. But now that he lives, he lives for the glory of God. So you also, this is instruction. This is scripture instruction that just, and this is uh, Romans 6, 6 through 11. So you also should consider yourself to be dead to the power, like put to death, like that power that sin has over you, no longer being a slave and being alive to God through Christ Jesus for what he's done for us in Jesus name amen so when that scripture resonated with me um, I definitely pulled away three points and I want to share with you guys um, we definitely believe it's, some, it's a saying that um, in my in the team ministry that we say that, that note takers are history makers so I want to just share with you guys three points and then like I'll explain it like in a bit but this is definitely to encourage. So point number one is that when you live a life, you live a life surrendering to Christ, you submit uh, to him. You submit your body, your thoughts, your mind, um, your heart, your passion, your desires daily. It's a daily and moment by moment thing that you have to do uh, as far as surrendering uh, to, to Christ. You have to like, and that's one of the ways, the main ways, especially when I read the scripture, Romans 6, 6 to 11, that we know when we surrender ourselves and as we surrender it, and that's through baptism and um, being saved through baptism in the Holy Spirit, um, when you allow God to actually live through you, um, which is a, which is such an amazing feeling. All burdens um, of sin are, are erased, are gone. Um, just as the word said, as far as the East is from the West, so is your sins are forgiven. God doesn't holds us you know he doesn't hold a grudge against us for all the sins that we have done uh, his grace is sufficient for us though like every day we wake up we can just think about like i'm i'm woke i did i've done some things me personally you can think to yourself like you've done some things we all have done some things that <laughs> deserves like either a, 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 a whooping from god or even to be to, to be honest to be dead right now um, but God's grace is sufficient, which means that he has uh, his power and his plan is the thing that will prevail. Not the plan that, not the enemy's assignment, but ours. Um, another point that I want to share is that through his word, I mean, through the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit becomes the guide. Like, you know how when some foreigner, some tourist, without a guide, without a map, um, they begin to get lost in whatever city there's in. They could be in New York City. We are all been to New York. And if you have, um, you see the, the large amounts of tourist groups um, that walking around aimlessly 
um, if they don't have a map or a tour guide or they don't join those uh, tour buses that give them a tour of the city, they, they become lost. And that's the same thing that the that we need. Like we're lost without the help of the Holy Spirit. So when you let the Holy Spirit guide your life, your lives, our lives, mine, yours, especially this is a message for men that when you let the Holy Spirit guide your life, that you begin to live a life that is really and truly uh, prosperous and not just, and I want to just explain this a side note, prosperous isn't just, oh, I'm prosperous, meaning I'm prosperous in my finances, but God can do a thing where everything you touch, everything that you do, um, because you're following his word, because you allow, you surrender your body, your mind, your thoughts, your passions to him, your heart to him that God can use you in such a way that that the enemy can't. And that's when you follow the Holy Spirit's leading. Um, so he begins to guide us into a way that we live prosperously. And in your desires, and with your desires, um, with your passions, that is for God and that is of God, God begins to use you for his glory. That you are no longer a slave to what the world want it from us um and us men the world wants us to be whatever the culture around us whatever social media um says that we should be uh we look to things that always fulfills our flesh like the lust of the eye the lust of the flesh and the pride of life are the three things that when we are when we are of the world and not following god's word and and precept sorry that we begin to um, become slaves to, to the world. And one thing that I want to tell you guys, and especially as, as I begin to continue to read God's word, is that he wants us to remain in his word, to meditate on it. And we can't be both. We can't be double-minded. Because uh, us men, uh, we're called to live a single-minded life. Um, not lives of confusion, not lives of, of backsliding, and not lives that we want bits and pieces of the world and then we want certain aspects and bits and pieces of God. God wants us to just have, just, just put to death all the worldly passions um, that lie within us. To put away those passions and to be slaves. If you want to be slaves to anything, he wants to be slaves to righteous living. So I just want to definitely say that. So uh, another scripture that resonates with this and with those three points is Romans 12 one is actually Romans 12 one, one two through two but I definitely want to just dissect and just explain uh, Romans 12 one so it says that so I plead with you this is Paul I plead with you give your bodies to God for all that he has done for you for what he has done on the cross for him always providing for him always given grace and mercy that is not earned that is that he gives freely because he loves us unconditionally and so much and sacrificially so i plead with you paul says to give your bodies to god for all he has done for you let your them same bodies that he is pleading for you to give your bodies to god as a as a daily moment by moment sacrifice like let them be living and holy sacrifices let them as you walk and, and, and as you're in your Christian walk, no matter if you're a seasoned um, Christ follower or you just got baptized yesterday or you just got baptized or you've only been, um, you might be an infant, um, so to speak, in 
the area of following Christ. He wants you to live in such a way that that honors him, like with your body. And you can honor God with your body through service. You can honor, through serving in ministry. You can honor God with your body by a daily put to death the worldly things like the worldly lust of the eye, the the lust of the flesh and the pride of life. Those three things that have been contaminating us um, for forever now. And this is the and that is the true. That is truly the word says the way to worship him um, living, um, being a living. Let your body be a living and holy. So emphasis on holy. He wants you to live a holy uh, and, and sanctified life. So for me to live holy and sanctified, your aim, your prayer should be God purify my heart, cleanse my heart, deliver me, deliver me from 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 any wrong thinking deliver me god from from worldly thinking and worldly passions from giving in to those things because those things keep me far from you father god help me to draw near to you like those are the things that should be your prayers and i'm just going to say romans 12 2 one thing that that needs to happen too is a complete cleansing and a complete transformation and enrich the way you think ask god for godly perspective so Romans 12, 2, this is in the NLT. It says, don't copy, don't follow, because God has called men to lead, right? So don't copy, follow, don't join in to the behaviors and the customs of this world, but let God, let God, let the Holy Spirit think of, uh, uh, change you, transform you, evolve you into a new person by changing the way you think. So we need godly perspective. Then this is this is that comma or semicolon. This is the the best part of Romans 12 too. So, so when God transforms the way you think, you begin to walk as a new person, and you will you would feel that no heavy burdens of sin, of condemnation and guilt, and feeling ashamed. No no condemnation for for then you will be in in Christ Jesus. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Then it says you will learn to know what God's will is. You won't be living lost anymore. You won't be living in such a way that doesn't honor God, that living a life that confused. You don't know what to do with your life in ministry. You don't know what to do with your life um, or you just base your life off only what you have for your will. But when you give your life to Christ and when you live as a living sacrifice, you sacrifice all the things that you want your will for your life to be and you start living for the will of God. And that will, this is a promise from God. So this is how you know you'll be living in his will, that his will for you, his will for us, his will for, especially us men, is good, pleasing, is per and perfect. Remember that. Remember those three things. If you take anything from scripture, Romans 12 to the end of it, it says that God's will for you, which is, this is what it is, his will for you is good, it is pleasing, and it is perfect. So I want to definitely remind you guys, so what, I say that to say this, what changed me? So at age 25, I got baptized. I remember it was October 27th uh, of 2018. This was a, a most pivotal moment in my life. This is when God really showed me what true freedom is, what it felt like, what, I needed he all the the heavy burden that I had of sin, the shame, the insecurities, all that came with it. That when I chose to be baptized, which is a declaration in front of everyone that Jesus is my Lord and that my life will be brand new from this point forward. 
that God, he changed me. And that was, a, that was the most important moment of my life because after that, little by little, the enemy still is gonna attack. I just wanna say that. Once we give our lives to Christ, men, young and, and, and older men, that the, the enemy would try to come at you even more. Um, he's gonna try to attack you even more um, because he don't want you doing the things of God, um, especially since you have died, literally. You've died. When, once you submerge under that water, like you've died, your old self was put to death. That old self that was attached to the enemy, but that was attached to the world. And you now became a new creation. Mm. That's the perfect part of, of, getting, of, of what happened to me. So before Christ, I was selfish. I was of the world. I only thought about sex. I only thought about women in one way. Um, I didn't see them as sisters. I didn't even get a chance to even gain any male friends because my focus was on just, you know, I don't need male friends and do that in my spare time. I needed what I needed and that's to have sex with however many women I could so I can feel loved. Now with Christ, that has changed my life. I was unmarriedable. <laughs> like I made up my own word. I was unmarriedable um, before Christ. But now he showed me and gave me godly perspective, especially in the area of dating. God showed me his love, which is unconditional and which is uncomprehensible. I can never explain the fullness of Christ's love, of what he's done for me as a man and what he installed into me as a man. But all I can definitely tell you is that God just downloaded me his love. He gave his love into my heart. He gave me the capacity to actually and fully love someone else, not just their body part, but he gave me the capacity to, to, to love a woman so much to now call her my wife. Like I'm married now, God is using me as a husband, which increases um, his will for my life now, um, which is to be that uh, an Ephesian five man, which is a provider, which is a protector, which is the spiritual priest and leader in my household. And if God has done that for me and he gave me this passion to speak to teens and young men because I, feel, I I believe that at the stage of a teenager, that is where they need most of the godly influence that they can because they can definitely veer off into the cliff of the enemy, I would say. So they can run right off a cliff and fall into the things that the enemy wants for them, what is what culture wants for them, what social media wants for them, what TikTok, what Instagram, what Twitter wants for them is to be men of perversion, which can be men of full of pride. The pride of life could be men of uh, idolatry, which is idling things, how they look, or um, dishonoring like the clothes they have and, and just worshiping other gods. And that is not the will for the life of any young men. So I definitely wanna encourage you guys to get into the word of God. And I pray that each man here definitely experience that encounter because all it takes for you can be sent you can sin you can be drink you can have a drinking addiction you can have a sex addiction you can have a porn addiction but the power of god is so rich and so strong that all it takes is one all you need is one encounter for everything else in your life to change god can meet you right where you are you can be drunk and it's people, if you ask some people, God spoke to them in a moment of, of their drunkenness, in a moment of their addiction, even as they as they took the pills, God still spoke to them when they were looking for a high, God spoke to them. God spoke to someone at 
they had several drinks and they were aiming to be drunk but god spoke to them too so god can meet you right where you are you don't have to just clean yourself up for god to meet you god can meet you at that place of addiction god can meet you at that that place of uh of wrong thinking and, and that wrong mentality that makes you a slave to the world god can meet you there so i think i just want to say that back to those points that in putting in one that i surrendered my life to christ he broke that chain of sin and i realized through baptism and through like my daily walk and as i dive into this word that i'm no longer a slave to sin i see the holy spirit all the time um and i feel the holy spirit using me um in ways that i would never have before if i didn't let christ in that encounter uh run in my life in such a deep way that he began to guide me and use me in such a way that i wanted to become a vessel for god that he gave me the desire to speak to teens and young men and even older men which god has like prophesied over me in in these past two or three years so i want to just share this before we close that there's several pastors that i watched along the way of my christian walk and it's just one pastor that that resonates with me so well um that i encourage you guys to follow pastor michael todd i love his, his teaching and i love his story so he tell he told a story that like he was addicted to to like of sexual things he was addicted to the world he was addicted to um you know porn and things like that so and and he was impure but he had that one encounter with god that he allowed god within his heart and what sin does is make sure that you're far away from god that god can't begin to use you but god he has called us for such a time as that he wants to use us in the midst of our problems of our hang-ups of um of our addictions of our low points he wants to use that because what is ever a trial can always be turned into a testimony for someone else so god has used him to bring um the good news of salvation to others so he uses him on he's on social media he has over a million followers he uses him um, in this platform to be a pastor who would think somebody that was addicted to porn and sex he went from porn to to, to being a pastor and god using him mightily and, and bringing him prosperity a life of purity and prosperity and of peace because he allowed that encounter that one encounter that god met him where he was not he cleaned himself up first and then god met him god met him right where he was and that's where god transforms he transforms us right exactly where we are so men be encouraged be encouraged by all the stories i, I need you to really have hope and, and, and faith that god can change your situation no matter the stress no matter the trial which i am not belittling or, or, or downsizing or um or putting to the side but i want you to to have faith so men excuse me so the big takeaway is i want I really desire this deep passion in my heart. I've been praying for this for a while now. That the big takeaway is that men, our lives can be better. Our lives can be good. Our lives doesn't have to be mediocre. But when we have that encounter with God and when we seek him, that our lives begin to change, that he begins to use us for leadership. He begins to use us once we he gives us the capacity to love and forgive. That God, that, that encounter that we have with God, that one, when you let him in, break those walls down, man, and really be encouraged. 
as God wants to deliver you. And he wants you to be delivered. And he wants you to break those generational curses in your lives and gives you power and authority. But that's that's the next episode. So I just want to pray for us real quick. So Father God, we thank you for your word. Your word is truth. We thank you for bringing out, bringing us out of the dark and into the light. Father God, we ask that the men here listening, Father God, would be encouraged, would be inspired, Father God, by your word, by your love, by your transformation, that it's not with their real power. Because with our real power, Father God, it's, it's dumb. It doesn't, it doesn't work. Um, but when we encounter you, Father God, that you do something amazing and different in us that the enemy couldn't do. So, Father God, use us. Allow us to live a life, Father God, that is prosperous, Father God. But only when we seek you, help us to to have that encounter, Father God. Meet us right where we are, Lord Jesus. Meet us right where we are so that we can be all that you have called us to be, which is vessels which is a royal priesthood, Father God. Give us the the security and the prosperity, Father God, that we need, not just for us, but use us. Give us power and authority in our families and give us power and authority to tear down strongholds, Father God. Help us to be a part of your family. We thank you for all that you do. We thank you and we appreciate you, Father God. You are the almighty, the almighty God. You're Jehovah Jireh, our provider, you're our El Shaddai, which means you're the God of more than enough. Father God, we don't lack anything. For as in Psalms 23, 1, it says, the Lord is my shepherd. We lack nothing. I lack nothing. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys for listening. See you next episode.